Hey, yo, this is Kid True, and I'm rocking with DJ Pest. You know, we the best in the West. Yeah, man. So there you have it, man. I just had a nice, dope conversation with my guy, Kid True. On this podcast episode, we're going to be talking about a lot of things. You know, the process of him making music, what gets him into the studio making music. We're going to talk about mental awareness. We're going to talk about him relocating the city to city. Just in his upbringing, just him growing up. But how that transferred into him making music for you guys to consume. So much is going to be talked about on this podcast episode. And I cannot wait for you to check it out. So let's get into it. Well, this is the DJ Pest Podcast. um, Something I've been doing for a very long time. A very long time. And we always try to, you know, at the beginning of the year, reconfigure some things. Um, So now I want to introduce people to, you know, my platform by having these conversations with people I see in the community doing big things. And right now I got my guy Kid True on the other line. What up, what up, what up? There's a few things we're going to talk about. But first thing I want to get, I want to get all the typical generic whatever questions out the way that that must be asked when a dj or a podcast host is talking to an artist and that first question is how long have you been making music professionally i started two years ago but as far as making music for real i started singing when i was six you know in choirs church all that you know um really started recording when i was like 18 type shit and and yeah, I just really started pursuing that, you know, throughout college and then and after. But I got real serious, you know, about two years ago. Where are you from? Uh, originally, so I'm really from a lot of places. I mean, I claim Maryland because that's where I lived the longest, was where I was raised. I was born in Texas, though, and, you know, moved around a lot. Military background, family, and shit. So. Oh, you're a military brat. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> How was your upbringing, you know, with you having to move around a lot of places? Socially, I was not really all there, you know, having to change scenery so much. Like I was, you know, academically I was good, but like social skills, that was always my worst subject. I ain't going to hold you, you know, when I was younger. And then uh, once I finally settled in Maryland, it kind of, you know, helped me to establish social skills and shit like that but i still didn't have family around like i didn't really grow up you know with family i i literally grew up grew up with just my mom my stepdad you know and for a long time i'm like the oldest sibling so you know i got two sisters and a brother but i got so many years on them you know 10 and 12 10 and 12 years between you know the the, the age difference two of them they they twins so um you know, by the time they was really able to understand anything, I'm already an adult in the world, you know. So, you know, I pretty much grew up learning mostly stuff just on my own. For You speak about mental awareness. Yeah. Is that from, you know, your, your childhood or is that something that you face as an adult? Like what brings you to want to have everybody aware of mental? Um, It's important, especially now. You know, I I feel like I've seen a lot more people talking about mental health, especially Mm -hmm. in recent years, you know, with the pandemic happening and people really tuning in to understand that, man, there's a lot of things happening that ain't nobody paid attention to. But mental health always been around, especially, you know, in generations before us and nobody, they ain't diagnosed it, they ain't have research on it, they ain't have, 
things done in that capacity as far as, you know, um, health care will go, especially in the black community. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a thing that swept under the rug. If you ain't strong or, you know, so-called strong, as they say, then nobody pays attention to it. So um, for me, it's something that started happening when, you know, as I became an adult, I, I, I got diagnosed bipolar in like, what, 2014? And, you know, so now it's 2023, so we going on nine years. And I've had to take medications, you know what I mean? Had to see doctors, go through therapy. And it wasn't a thing that I I believed was an actuality for me either. Like, it took me years of denial about it and years of, nah, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, these motherfuckers are wrong. They don't know. They can't tell me about me. But then I really started tapping in and, and really, like, paying attention to my own behaviors, you know, the information that was being provided, things that happened throughout my life. And I was like, all right, maybe there is some some form of something that I need to pay attention to. So I think it's pertinent that everybody, you know, not just even if you not diagnosed, you know what I mean, just to to just really be knowledgeable about your own own self and own disposition you know, for your life, for real. At what moment did you realize that was something you, you know, you had to get checked on? So, I mean, literally something happened and, you know, I, I went to the doctor and they was like, yeah, that's not, that's not really too normal. Let's figure it out. And that's kind of when I knew that, all right, now I got to really deal with stuff. But it didn't really come to years later where I was like, all right, maybe they, they might be right. You know, I just kept on going through the same cycles in life where I would get to all these places and I would do, you know, I feel like I would acquire so many things and then I make decisions out of anxiety and out of things, just just trying to rush it out of impulse and, and then I end up losing everything. And it kept happening. It kept happening, you know, so mm-hmm. that's when I was like, all right, this is real. The reason why I asked that, because you also say, you know, sobriety is very important yeah for me so what happened to say look i gotta i gotta throw that behind me and i gotta move forward in this direction um more so like so the doctors like because i was a big weed advocate you know what i mean like we and all that but the doctors would tell me that i shouldn't do it and i tried to prove them wrong <laughs> not gonna hold you yeah. i was like nah y'all crazy because i would do research and see how marijuana and weed actually really helps people with mental disposition with mental health and mental illness and it's is a proven fact that it indeed does have a benefactor for a lot of things but it's not the case in every situation mm-hmm. and in my situation mm-hmm. my particular situation disposition it just don't work for me so i'm not mm-hmm. saying don't smoke weed but for me per se that's not really what's going to work best for me you know, so I just had to learn that. And that's why I choose sobriety. Like, I don't smoke weed. I don't drink. You know, I don't do no other recreational drugs. You know, I do here and there smoke tobacco and not cigarettes. You know, black and miles here and there. You know, I do a vape, you know. But other than that, like, I ain't, you know, no drugs, no, no nothing. Sobriety completely. <laughs> Speaking to people that are in the same situation as you, you might be, you know, you might be helping a lot of people. Um, just by saying your truth, when it comes to the things that you substitute 
drinking and smoking, what do you choose? Is it the black and miles or the vape or is it like some other recreational hobby? Let's say, you know, you got some hobbies you get into. I do choose black and miles. Um, that's just personal preference. Mm. Um, you know, and I do vape, I do the elf bars or whatever, the little puff bars here and there. But recreationally, like what I really like to do is I get into sports. I play basketball, you know, I hit the gym. I do self-care. I go to the sauna. I sit in the sauna. I got, you know, my gym membership. I go sit in the sauna 15 minutes. I try to do it once a week. I ain't always consistent, but it's low key, like a big relief because not only, cause there was a time when I wasn't sober. Now what the sauna does on top of it being a relaxing environment and it's hot as fuck in there. Of course, you're going to go in there sweating like crazy and you don't got to sit in there 15 minutes i just do it that's just how I, the period of time i like but it releases all those toxins in your body you know what i mean it cleanses it's another is a detox and a cleansing for your all your pores you know what i mean your skin feel better like you know you get actual any toxins that's still in your body they exit through your pores you know so a lot of times when people get drunk and you smell them drunk is because all that stuff is trying to detox itself through their pores when they sweating, when they when they talking, you know. Um, even weed, you know, you can smell weed on people. And it's not, even if they didn't, they smoked two hours ago, you might smell it because it's trying to get out of their body through their pores. I learn something new every day if I just listen. I never knew that. <laughs> Originally from DMV, you've been in Texas, you're in Arizona. Talk about making music through these different regions. So making the music, wherever you go is easy, but trying to make a name and make a brand in different places, that's been a challenge. I ain't going to hold you because especially if you move to somewhere, like when I moved to AZ, I ain't, I ain't know nobody. I ain't going to hold you. I ain't know nobody. No family was out here. No friends, no cousins, no none of that. You know, um, all my family really reside on the East Coast still, you know, and when I came here, it was, you know, exploration time. Um, you know, I was in an audio engineering program and everything. So I was like, my original plan was to go to Cali from Arizona. And then I figured once I finish, um, I was like, bro, I'm gonna I'm a really try to make that move. Then the pandemic hit one, but then on top of that, it, it was already crazy expensive. And I was like, man, I'm not rich. I got money, bro, like that. So. I'm going to make the more financial decision. I'm already here. Let me go ahead and base myself right here and try to do what I can. But really, it's just the connection thing was the hardest knowing where to go. You know, so I was blessed to meet people like you, Passion, you know, and, um, you know, other artists out here, too, you know, other art underground, um, you know, linked up with Southwest Alliance, you know, the RTU, the Hip Hop Fest, you know, uh, and social media low-key been the root of getting to those finding those those platforms so like i'm appreciative of social media even though i still don't really like it a whole lot because yeah. i'm i'm an in-person kind of person and social media can be deceiving you know there's tons of scammers out there but it's also yeah. has it, it it has its it plays its role in in giving you information if you're looking for it in the right place you know so I've been out here since 2013, and yeah. you know every year you're gonna have this story about how your last year went. But let's say I'm, I'm I've been out here for almost a decade in March, 
Yeah. I'm just now getting comfortable. <laughs> just, you know, like I'm, I'm just now realizing, like, okay, this was the the right thing to do. You know, I said something on my social media uh, a couple of days ago about the radio station. I started the radio station, U Choice Radio, in 2016, and the beginning of this year, January 2023, is the first time it's been going right. Where I feel like I'm not hemorrhaging money. Where I feel like it's it's finally becoming profitable. So I said, like, no matter what you do, don't give up. You know, because okay. I can't imagine what I would have, you know, where I would have been if I just would have decided that's not working and tried something else. That might have been another bag fumble. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I find that very interesting. You know, time it, to be in this industry, to really um, get the benefits out of it, you got to be patient. You got to be real patient. Don't get lazy. You know, yeah. but. Just be patient and realize that if you keep, yeah, you keep applying pressure, things will go in your way. Um, so what are the things that you, with you being here, with you having an Arizona state driver's license, um, <laughs> what, what are the things that you like about Arizona? You know, what do you, what do you really like about the music scene out here? The music scene, um, I like the fact that it's always something because Arizona has this, this weird, about it that it's not the party place but it's the party place and I agree. Um, yeah you know and it's it's crazy because you can bump into anybody here because it's so close to Cali and then you got Vegas and then you got you know what I mean other neighboring states you got you can get to to the border right here and it's just like a lot of people travel through a lot of people sit, stop by, like even the Super with the Super Bowl being here this year. I just realized I was like, it's a melting pot. But the one thing I don't like is it does still get overlooked because it is that travel through that stop, that one stop shop. Um, and then the music scene out here, as far as music, from what I notice, um, is delayed. Is delayed. You know what I mean, like. People listen to songs that was that was hitting, you know, back in 2012, and we like, man, we didn't heard that like 10 years ago. Yeah, if I walk into another club and I hear DMX party up, like, <laughs> there's so like, many what? DMX songs. There's man. so many DMX songs. Why is that one the only one that you guys consistently <laughs> want to play to get the crowd right? Are y'all still playing? All we do is win, talent. Like, what are y'all yeah. doing? I'm sorry, I just had to get that out of my chest. <laughs> You ain't lying though, but it's still cool because here you could find, you could combine so many sounds and get a lot of people to rock with you because they'd be like, I ain't never heard that before. Literally, I'm playing Q Money, neat, like, and that's all came out, what, 2016? And they were like, what is that? You know, I'm like, what? You ain't heard this yet? This, this song, like, bro, Dolph was still alive, like. On and popping. <laughs> when I first saw your name on the paper at Rock the Mike Wednesdays, you know, I brought you up, Kid True. I didn't really realize it was two eyes. Yeah. So when you're making it two eyes, it's an acronym. Is it an acronym or is it just a meaning? It's a little bit of both. I mean, I ain't put the dots because, you know, the dots technically will make it the acronym. Yeah. But it's more, it's more like a statement, Um, you know, when I came up with Kid True. Because I used to go, I, I've had a couple of different monikers. Um, and even when I when I was doing music back in in the DMV, um, I went by True Life, which I actually got tatted on my arms. It's on the inside of my arms. And then um, 
I just dropped I dropped the life because there is actually a true life that is that was in jail for a while and then he ended up getting out, you know, and he's uh with a big label. But I guess, you know, I didn't know he was making music um back in the day. And they didn't have much information on Google about that because he was, you know, incarcerated or whatever. But once he got out, everything of his came out and he had a movement. So I ended up, you know, going with a name change. And I dropped it and I went from true life to just true. And then I was like, but but true. Also, it was kind of taken too. Master P, you know, Ghostface Killer and C Murder. They had they they actual, you know what I mean, group called True before Master P, you know, had the no limit and everything. And I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? So I was going back and forth with the whole should i just call myself true you know what i mean and then um the kid came about because and i i did it with the two eyes because that's where i realized i was like the thing that i'm trying to put on and for my brand as an artist is awareness and knowledge of self and and i was also thinking about like my inner kid so originally it, it was just only about being my inner kid like a lot of people it's like why you want to call yourself a kid like you a grown-ass man you know what i mean that don't make no sense and then you already got kid cutty you got the kid like i go on youtube right now and my shit is over flooded because you got kid cutty you got kid trunks you got kid boo all these other artists so it's hard to even find me and I'm, i'll still be like low-key salty about it i ain't gonna hold you but I was like, I'm gonna still keep it because my name means more to me. You know, that knowledge inspires internal development and truth. I was like, bro, me, I was always about, you know, being knowledgeable about not only about the world, but what you got internally, where your power really comes from to change the world. You can't change the world. You can't know anything about the world if you don't know anything about yourself first. So, you know, that's, that's why I got the two eyes, you know, and, and yeah, that's what it really means. I need people to know that, you know what I'm saying? So even when you start going on the stage, say that louder. I know you said it before, you know, yeah. but say that louder. Make sure, they, you know, when you're done, they know that's what it that's what it means. Say it when you start, say it when you end. Um, so you can so you can have that identity, so you can separate yourself, you know? Yeah. Because um, there's a lot of littles, there's a lot of kids. In, in this, in this industry. Really? <laughs> a lot of them, you know, so you got to find a way to separate yourself. Kid Trudeau, it stands out. I'm not even going to cap with you. Um, how do you make music? How do you, how do you, how do you continue to make music while working a full-time 40 hours a week job? You know, what, when, when do you say this is my music time? This is when I got to get back to the real world and this is work. I ain't gonna hold you. I work more than forty hours a week, bro. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I just put in one hundred thirty hours over the past two weeks, and I only know that because that's what my check said. But <laughs> like, um, I mean, it's hard. I ain't gonna hold you. It's hard as hell because one thing I I got blessed with in my situation. I got bosses that understand. First thing I do though. Like, and this is the area job, even with the job I'm working now, but every job I go to, and I was only able to do this within the past two, three years because I had really got serious with, with you know, my music shit, was really telling them like, hey, now I work, I'm gonna work for y'all and I really wanna work for y'all and I need it because, you know, this is 
going to help support what I got going on. But let me tell you what I got going on. I'm an entrepreneur first. And I might work for y'all, but I work for me too. And I just, I just give, I be straight up honest with them. I'm like, I got my LLC. Like I, I'm, you know, I'm an independent business owner and the money y'all paying me is going to help me not only, you know, get what I need in life, but it's going to help my business. So y'all got to understand certain times I might need to leave or sometimes my day can't be 12 hours, can't be 15. I can't get y'all 15 hours a day. And a lot of them, either they accept it or they don't. And that's my choice then at that point, whether I want to work with them or not. So like I go into each, each um, job or career or, you know, what, not really career, but job and, you know, workforce with the mindset of I'm here to provide for, you know, myself, I'm going to do my job great, but I'm here also to get what I need to get to. And I let them know right up front, you know, so that's how I usually do it. But deciding on a day to day basis, all right, when is it time? That's a little bit of uh, <laughs> it kind of go basically what I need for that week. Right. You know what I need on this paycheck, what I need right now. You know, it's kind of a present moment decision. You know, with us being in this industry, we all make things for different reasons. Sometimes it's a release. Sometimes it's passion. Sometimes it's. I just have fun doing it. So when it comes to Kid True, what gets Kid True in the studio to make a song? What do you make a music for? What do you make music for? I'm all about the emotional reactions. I ain't gonna hold you. And um, because a lot of the times when I'm making music, I'm 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 somewhere in my emotions, in my emotional bag. Whether it's good, bad, negative, positive, it could be all of them at the same time. Um, now, I do have fun, too, though, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like everything I go in and everything got to be serious all the time. Nah. You know what I mean? That that that'd be overkill and overhaul on my, on just just that. But for the most part, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling something. I'm in my emotions or like literally I just feel like, hey, I, I saw something and I feel like, you know, I need to share my light on how I think about it or what I think about it. And then that's usually where it comes from. Sometimes sh shit just come out of thin air too, though. Out, out the whim, I'll be driving. I remember like one of my songs actually that I got coming up on my EP, I'm literally just scrolling through beats. And this one beat came on, you know, you know, from my files. And I wrote the song as I was driving, not gonna cap. Because it was, it just, it just grabbed me and put me in a place um, where, it, it just had me, you know, I was, I was like, yeah, I got, I got, I got to do this one. I got it. It all just, just flew just like that flew right into my brain. I heard the whole song when I heard the beat. <laughs> so is, is this one of the songs that's going to be on your new project? Yeah, it's actually the first song. It's called Right Now. Let's talk about the project. When the project coming out, what's the name of the project? How we rolling out with it? So the name of the project is called Distorted. And, um... It's actually it was actually supposed to come out on the twenty seventh, which is next next weekend, next Friday. But I ended up getting ahead of myself, not gonna hold you. And uh it was some final mixes that I'm getting done right now. Like I actually am about to get one on Sunday. And I, I'm like I'm updating, so it's not gonna be ready by the twenty seventh, because you gotta release like ten days ahead. Um so I'm looking right now, like 
probably mid-February, early March. And, uh, yeah, it's what it's called, Distorted. And, you know, it's an emotional journey. It's about my life over, you know, a couple, couple, about three years. And uh, I, I think I worked on a lot of these songs, probably. Some of them got like a year's time. Some of them mm-hmm. got only like a couple months time. Do you have it to the point where when you drop the project, are you releasing a song to promote to go into the project? Or it's just when the project drops, that's when you hear all the new songs? One of the songs I performed at Rock the Mic Wednesdays uh, is on there. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. the Lose Control. That one's on there. And then... Um, so I'm not going to really drop any songs from it prior to the release. Um, and the reason being is I did release like clips of it, of, of certain songs, you know, and then um, reason being, I'm actually going to put promo- promotion behind this project too. So I'm going to promote it. And then also I- I'm lining up where I'm going to have videos. I'm going to just shoot music videos from songs from the EP and then put those out, you know, and then I got a single after I'm not putting it before I'm putting it right after this way. I I don't really, I don't want to distract the project release, even though I know a lot of marketers be like, go ahead and release something. You know, you want to build up the anticipation, but the thing is that usually works better when you got a bigger following my following. I ain't gonna hold you. I mean, I got some following, but I ain't really got a huge following. And that's what I'm trying to work towards. So once I get more engagement, then it might turn into that kind of a marketing scheme where I'm releasing before. But right now I'm I'm releasing, then just continue, keep releasing, keep releasing, keep releasing. That way it's, in, it's constant engagement. You know, I, I want the engagement with people. I want people to, like, oh, shit, he dropped this, and I didn't even know that was there, you know what I mean? Like, you know, so when new people come in, they can go they can go backtrack. Every scenario, every situation, every artist is, is different. Even, even you know, the big ones. You can mm-hmm. go industry, you can go underground. Everybody's promotional outlet tactic reasoning is different, and that's okay. I, I think it's good that you know that and you're well aware of, okay, that's how y'all do it. I'm going to still do it my way. Because I do believe in what you're saying. If you release the music and then after you have a project where people can go back to, then I think that works better for you because you don't have the Little Wayne anticipation you yeah. know, scenario going for you. So, yeah, this is actually good. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the project coming out. I, I enjoy watching, you know, you guys, your rollouts. The yeah. only thing I just... Only thing I just want to make sure is, I, and I'm no expert. I'm not. I'm not in a you know, the one percent of people that just got everything <laughs> going. But at the same time, I just want y'all to be aware of the pros and cons and everything you do. You know, right. the long lasting effect. You know, you gotta you gotta realize that once you do drop your project, you got 15 minutes. Do your best with that 15 minutes, so that 15 minutes can turn into an hour, turn into days, turn into months. And, and stuff like that. When it comes to people that's listening to this podcast that have never heard you before, what will you describe your project as sounding like? Melancholic. I ain't gonna hold you. Mel- melancholy. I want you to to be like, yo, I remember or I relate to a place from one of these songs that I felt like I've been in before. Or, hey, I can feel that. 
you know that's that's basically it. I want you to I want I'm trying to gravitate the energy gravitational to you know I got a gravitational pull and that's mm-hmm. that's pretty much it you know is it gonna be long or short is it like an EP or album no it's like it's more like an EP you know it's uh six songs so you know it's it's a it's a good good nice little listen you know about 30 minutes of your day for it you know what goes into like do you have a do you have a, a scene that you have to create in the studio? Like, do you have to have incense burning? You know what I'm saying? Somebody in the studio with you? Like, what's the process of you making music? I mean, I made music when my baby was screaming <laughs> crazy, going crazy. So my environment is definitely still important, but I can create in chaotic environments. I ain't going to hold you. But my scene, I really like. I really like it dark. I really like low light. I really like, um, I need certain things near me, energetically speaking, such as like, I also like LED lights. I, I like having LED lights, but something near me that's energetic, whether it be, it could be a mug, bro. Like a mug, it could, like you see this green mug, it could be a green mug. But if for some reason I feel energetically like pull to it then i need it right right where i am you know and that that's about it you know i i used to also wear like my, my crystals or where i'll put on the amethyst or i put on um or i just have you know a selenite wine with me or i have you know like a unk nearby somewhere and, and that would just be something just so my spiritual energy is, is really good in that moment you know you said used to or usually Usually, usually. Okay. I, was I, mean, yeah, I was about to say, make sure you keep that energy it, going. Yeah. 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 No, I just have to have the things there. But usually, you know what I mean? Usually yeah. I have one of those things. All right, so you're riding around to work. You're just cruising. You, you, you're, not, you're not on you right now. you just, you know, going to your destination. What's the three artists that you're listening to on your day-to-day? One, K-Camp, for sure. K-Camp. Yeah, um... Two, we could go ahead and say, hey, I, I, I really like this dude, Lil Baby. Lil Baby. And uh, and I mean, it's a mixture between these two. I'm going to say, say, really, it could be either one, Cole or Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> Cole or yeah, Kendrick. man, Cole, I'm trying. I'm trying because that, that's, that's the war of uh playstation xbox iphone android you know what i'm saying like kendrick and j cole there's there's going to be people that's going to pick kendrick and they're not going to pick j cole and vice versa and it's it's always a war between that i don't understand why i don't know how that happened yeah i'm like bro i like them both what what do you mean i need them both when it comes to albums who's had the better series of albums kendrick or j cole Oh, that that's a tough one. I know, but all things need answers. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Cole. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna say Cole, and it, it's not by much though. It's not like definitely Cole or definitely Kendrick because that that's crazy. But I'm gonna say Cole because one. I hear the progression and the level of J. Cole. In the instance, like, all right, you know, when he first hit, um, 
I remember the first song I heard from J. Cole was the uh, joint. I forget the name of it, but um, it was on the radio. Who that? Who that? Mm-hmm. I got that flame. Yeah, the Who That song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. So I go back and listen to that now, and then I listen compare it to a J. Cole song right now. It just escalated. It escalated. Yeah. Like, and I'm not even talking about just lyrically, because at the time he was still lyrically cold. I just mean the way everything sounds, like his selection of what he does to certain things. Um, when he comes and attacks, he perfected a lot of his craft. Kendrick already was like, when he popped, Kendrick was already like, you know, when he, I remember one of the first songs I heard from Kendrick was Rigor Mortis. And yeah, but but Kendrick is still that Kendrick, you know what I'm saying? Not that he didn't elevate, because he did. His music is, is top notch. But he still, you know, he was already really, really good at that. And he just got better, even better at that. Cole learned a little bit more and more each time. So that's, to me, that's that's the progression I see. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm looking for something online. Um, I like Kendrick's overall album better. Mm-hmm. But I like J. Cole's story more. Yeah. Yeah, for real. I like J. Cole's story more. And the reason why I'm I'm on my like I said, I'm on my phone looking. You know J. Cole hopped on a YouTuber's page like this week. Yeah. He hopped on a U Yeah, bro. Like that procrastination. Well, yeah. Yeah, for people that don't know, J. Cole uh was, you know, in his mode making new music and he was looking for music, but I guess he was looking for beats and he typed in J. Cole type beat. And he found this beat on somebody's YouTube page and he rapped on it. And then he gave that track to the YouTube producer and yeah. let him put it on his YouTube page. So that shakes the whole community. That that right there that opened the different. door for so many. Different. And I don't see, I, that's something Kendrick would have done, but he hasn't did it. You know, so for J. Cole to do that and J. Cole keeps doing things that it's like, damn, rappers aren't supposed to do this. You know, yeah. him playing basketball. Yeah. Um, you know him dropping a project with no features. It's it's so yeah. dope to see J Cole grow and and break down barriers. But I just like Kendrick's music. I can enjoy I, Kendrick music. He's made music to me that's just timeless. For real. Where J Cole is just yo, he's J Cole. You know, so yeah, that's yeah. interesting. That's that's completely off topic. But I just really <laughs> want to you know say that because I'm you know damn it's it's a hard thing to get into. Um, so we, we we talked about, you know, all the things Kid True, you know, um, is there anything that someone that is watching this, that is listening to this, thought they knew about you, but they don't? I'm not sure, but if it is, you can hit me on IG, <laughs> you can hit me <laughs> on the socials, you know what I'm saying, and we can chop it up, because um, I'm just authentic dude, a genuine dude to try to you know, I don't try. I just be me, you know, and I talk to you, you know. We yeah. respect that. We are, I've known you, I would say probably about a year, year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You've always been you. <laughs> I said, I never, <laughs> I, I've, I've never came to the situation or the event or the venue. I was like, he's acting different tonight. Uh, You know, you've always been you, and I, I really do respect that about you. 
when it comes to these showcases, though, I need help um, with me building this community, and it's, it's growing fast. So a lot of critiques, I, I take in all of it well. When it comes to the showcase scene in Arizona, because I can't speak for nowhere else. I can only speak for the area I'm in. When it comes to the showcase scene, what do you want to see more and less of? You mean for you specifically or just everybody? I'm going to say everybody, and then I'm going to take what you say and then add that to my notes. I mean, because one of the things for you specifically, I don't think you have too much control over. So that's why I asked the separation. But as far as the music scene goes, um, I've noticed a thing in Arizona that um, I haven't really experienced too many other places when I'm doing the music, which I've seen it, but not as more so in other places and i'm i'm guessing because the arizona music scene is a lot probably a lot smaller than than other places but just the the thing that i've noticed is a lot of the people know everybody they already know it everybody that's out here and then it's kind of this weird thing where it's like they kind of try to reject outsiders they don't reject them but it's like they like also don't really try to give them insider information if you want to if that's what you call it and it's kind of yeah kind of awkward because it's all music is all about supporting and like everybody be asking for support and everybody but when you got people that showing up that's literally in your face and like i one thing i appreciate i remember i came to one rock the mic wednesdays and you had one dj that was throwing gems bro he was talking about apk's you know, and having, you know, all of your stuff packaging, how to actually approach people on a professional business tip level. You know what I mean? That was like, it was eye opening because of a few of the things you said I hadn't, hadn't uh, heard of before, like the APKs, you know, I, the emails and all that. Like I have emailed different DJs and, you know, I was already doing stuff like that, you know, with a subject line and all that. But like, yeah, yeah certain things she's like you know having this having that you know this is how you want to present yourself market yourself this way it got it got the wheels turning to me to be like oh you know what it is a lot of things that i still can learn to to really really get into this shit and really do this shit the right way or you know just to to get somebody to notice in a different way because i'm doing this shit because now now everybody's making music and not it's not a bad thing it's actually better because you know that people is making music and now because you got more chance the more like the more people the more chances so the less people the less chances i'd rather have the numbers you know um because now it gives more people the ability to eat and and if it's done correctly it can, it can be a massive thing for a lot of people um so that's just one thing i noticed um, but for you specifically, bro, on God, I swear you be like nine o'clock and we show and I show up every time early <laughs> and there ain't nobody here. And then it'd be midnight and then everybody pop up out of nowhere. And like, and I get it, you know, because it'd be like, bro, it's, it's, it's low key a little bit of a, of a night, you know what I mean? Like from nine and sometimes that shit go to two, three in the morning. And it's Wednesday in the middle of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers got work in the morning. 
and I get it, you know, you know motherfuckers getting on work shit. Sometimes I even be like, yeah, hit me, and I'll be like, bro, I'm still at work right now. And and it's is is a thing, but it's just when every time when I show up and in it, I'll be like, damn, it's nine o'clock, ain't nobody in it. It's ten o'clock, still ain't nobody. All right, eleven thirty, we got about ten people now, and then twelve midnight one. It's like 50 people in here now. And I either about to perform or already performed or, you know what I mean? Like we didn't have seven people already performed. And now the people that just got here, they antsy already and they don't even want to stay. And it just. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. And, 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 and for the record, that's not, that's not me. Yeah, you know what I'm, I'm saying? Good. Like that. I so I I've I've created a way to make this make more sense. I'm going to say this on every opportunity I get. So if I'm speaking to somebody else on the pod, a different podcast, a radio show, I got a mic in front of me. I'm at somebody's party. I'm going to say this. I want rappers, artists, musicians, comedians, people that just have talent to hit that stage to treat me like Jay Z. And I'm not saying that in a cocky way. I'm saying it as if if you see Jay Z is presenting an event. And Jay-Z tells you, or Jay-Z's people tell you, to be there at 9 p.m. You're not going to show up at 11 o'clock. You're just not. You know, like, this is Jay-Z we're talking about. Show up at 9 p.m. I don't, it's, it's, I send everybody the same now. I didn't before, but now I send everybody the same shit. You're, you, have, you would have performed at uh, the show last week and I will send you the same message as if you never performed it before. Doors open at 8, show starts a little after 9, get there early, sign the guest list. And I don't understand why people still look at that and be like, alright, I'm going to show up. I'm going to smoke everything I got and then I'm still going to show up like 12 o'clock. <laughs> and then when I show up at 12 o'clock, like, yo, bro, I know I signed up number 20, but yo, yo, let me get on like, you know, 9. I'm trying to find a way to defeat that. Am I getting, you know, am I having any kind of luck? Hell no. I'm not even, you know, I'm not even going, I'm not even going to cap with you. I don't know what it is, you know, but I mean that. I want artists to start treating me as if this is the biggest opportunity to take. Because even when it comes to um, now who's coming to the show, you know, I've had Def Jam representatives in there. I've had other label representatives in there. You know, Yaz been coming through lately from Empire. Yeah. I'm starting to get this traction of people hearing about this show outside of our community, and now they coming to try to see what's going on, especially with me introducing the Friday Night Cypher to the situation too. And it just sucks for me because, okay, I got a I got a big wig person in there. I got somebody that can really change somebody's lives, and they on the other side drink. I mean, they on the side you know getting drinks and eating food because ain't nobody there, you know. So it's it's crazy. Like, is it respect? Is it? Is it because you you got too accustomed to it? I'm really trying to find a way to weed that shit out, you know. But I just want to say for the record, for any you know, like for anybody that's listening, it's not it's not something I haven't take notice to. I'm just trying to find a way to fix it because I don't like it. I wanted that show to start at nine, and I want to be already at my at my house in bed at one o five. You know, but I never I never want anybody you anybody. I don't want nobody performing for nobody. And I do know there's our there's promoters that don't give a they don't care you know like hey you signed up for nine fifteen if it's two people in here that's your fault you know like there's promoters that look yeah. at it like that 
So yeah. the reason why I do start late is because I don't want anybody performing for nobody. You paid right. your money to get in. I want you to have a good experience. You know, I'm, I'm taking pictures of you. I'm filming it. I'm trying to give you the best experience. I'm trying to give you the most of your buck. So that's why I refuse, no matter if you are there and you sign number three. If it ain't 15 people in there, I'm not putting you on. Because yeah. that is, that's, I, I know that'll tear, tear me up inside. If it's like, damn, I done drove from where I came from, hit the set, and I performed, and it was just like three people in there. And then I, I get home and look at Pet's Instagram page, and I see that shit got thick as hell. You know, like, why didn't I perform late? So I think that might trigger somebody's brain to say, you know what, well, I'll just come late because that's when everybody come anyway. Right, right. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to fix that shit. I'm definitely going to fix that shit. And I'm going to fix it before February. Like, not before February 1st, but, you know, like, March right, come, right. it's going to really, like, it's going to really be one of them chef kiss moments. And we're going to be like, okay, Pest did listen to me because I hear you, bro. And you, you're the first person that I asked this question to. And you gave me the answer because you speak for a lot of people because you're you're within the community of people that come perform. Yeah. So I took that in and immediately was like, ah, yeah, I'm about to get this taken care of. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, let people know, man. You know, I I really do appreciate having this conversation with you. I got some things. I got you to talk about some things I I did not know. You know, we we have our notes and stuff like that, but yeah, when we have our notes and our bullet points. I don't know it's going to get that we're going to get that deep into it. So I learned something from you. It actually makes me enjoy you as an artist more than what I've already, you know, did enjoy. So for the people that, you know, just seeing you for the first time, this is their first time ever hearing about you. Where can they find you at? Uh, so like I said, socials, you know, um, it's kid true. K I I D T R U. There is an underscore after the truth. So, you know, that's my IG, but that's all my socials, um, TikTok, Twitter. I really don't be on Twitter like that. So, I mean, I got a Twitter, but I don't be on it like that. So, um, but mostly I'm on IG. Um, you know, you can hit me on, I got Facebook too. You know, Facebook is my actual real name in real life, Tremaine Ford. I'm not nervous to for you to hit me up there. I do got a, a artist page though, Kid True, you know, as my um Facebook too. But either one, you know, I'm still on Facebook and the Instagram and, and you know Twitter and TikTok here and there. So this is Kid True, everybody. I'm clapping as if it's a thousand of us. I'm gonna add a sound clip after to make it sound like we were talking in front of a major crowd. Or something like that. But yeah, man, I really do appreciate having this conversation with you. I'm well invested in everything you got coming out. You know what I'm saying? So if you got something that you want me to promote, hit my DM. You got me, you know, you got some a song, a music video, anything that you need me to do a review on. Just share it on your timeline. Just hit my DM and I got you. You know that. Yeah, bet that, bet that. <laughs>